hello hello i hope you're holding up well and that the month of march has been good to you welcome to the go forth podcast with sheba and miss lois and if you are new here karibu welcome bienvenue this is where we have authentic conversations for your heart and for your mind when we started this our desire was just to you know sit down together we realized some of these conversations we were having with ourselves we were we were just thinking who else is thinking the same thing and as coaches we just thought let's share it with the world and with the people who would find it helpful and we thank you for all of those who are listening and we hope this continues to be valuable for you absolutely absolutely so how's the weather <laughs> on your side of the world um what has stood out for you in this series mm-hmm. uh continue to share your feedback like we've always said it encourages us um it motivates us it it gives us it enables us to smile and yeah this this month we've had deep reflections mm-hmm. on spirituality um and so we want to conclude for now not forever just for now mm-hmm. on this conversation and today we talk about last week we spoke about our struggles the struggles we have as christians yeah today <laughs> we're talking about the things we wish christians could do and why is that important because number one we are christians and uh, we're not going to point accusing fingers we want to just share our thoughts on what we can do better mm. different as a christian community right right so sheba you go first mm. two things that you think christians should do better number one be more candid about their struggles and mm. how we can practically overcome them mm-hmm. um in the past mm-hmm. I used to feel I found some Christians who are very Okay, let me not I don't want to judge, but let me just be honest. I felt mm-hmm. that they were pretentious mm-hmm. of the fact that they were Christian everything was okay mm-hmm. with them. Like mm-hmm. if you're a Christian, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be feeling certain things. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be doing certain things. Mm-hmm. And I felt that to be very unauthentic or mm-hmm. not genuine. Mm-hmm. And then later mm-hmm. you just end up hearing news mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. seeing things come up. You see like the way you're talking about David mm-hmm. and you're like, "Ah, even you there's other yeah. things you do." <laughs> Yeah. And you are making us feel like you were holy. You are holy or there are certain things there are certain that mistakes are we should you. not make. Yeah. So just being real with the struggle of life and instead of saying or acting like that's not because you're Christian you can't do that. Mm. Seeing how you can be 
helpful mm. to those Christians that could be struggling with something and seeing mm. how you can help. And mm. I can say, for example, in my church, I'm so inspired by the women ministry. Yeah, the, the women, the Kingdom Women Ministry, were have been able to set up um, sessions mm. where we can come together and really talk about what we are going through in our lives mm-hmm. as Christians and not just talk about the struggles mm-hmm. but even people share how they can help each other mm-hmm. so for example we mm-hmm. have a ministry called Sheepreneur mm-hmm. you know time to stop pretending that Christian entrepreneurs are the ones who are only succeeding and making a lot of mm. money to those who are actually practicing and struggling mm. what are some of the things they can be or tools or resources they can be assisted with so mm. yeah just be real with what is going on with your life and mm. be open to learn and also share mm. what can help other christians and the second one for wait me, let mm. me ask mm. but then are you saying that uh, when i meet you you know how Uh, you know if you're a Christian you're supposed to have a testimony mm. and most of the time the testimony is always about it's almost like a script yeah. God has been faithful he's awesome and the testimony is always about everything is working for you mm. but now are you saying that when we meet part of my testimony should be about my struggles and should I be telling everyone that not everyone so that I'm authentic no that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying don't we shouldn't be living a life where we are pretending that everything is perfect because mm-hmm. we are Christians mm. and yes testimony is for the good and also for the challenges i don't mm. want to call them the bad because yeah. they are part of life yeah yeah um if if today what your testimony is the goodness of the lord mm. the miracles that he has done for you feel mm. free by the way to share mm. that with me and encourage me mm. yeah mm. you know what god also shows up even in the struggles yeah. even yeah. in the challenges yeah. you can even remember yeah. how things were last year oh, that we were yeah. talking about god even showing up in our lives even you know when there was no job yeah. when the money was low yeah. you're still trying to say you know what sheba mm. this is my current struggle at the mm. moment mm. as i was telling you last mm. week i'm struggling with prayer mm. and uh, i know my testimony is not as positive mm-hmm. but this is my struggle today mm. what are some of the things that you can share with me yeah. that can support me practically yeah. to do better yeah, yeah? let it be let it let me be okay with sharing that maybe not with everybody in the world yes. but with the people i care about so that i'm also living an authentic christian yeah. life and let me let me add two things there mm. and that they create that space like you're saying yeah. we need as christians to create a space for authenticity but also we need to share practical advice yeah so We need to get away from this script of pray it shall be well. And yeah. I'm not saying this <laughs> prayer doesn't work. Yeah. But when I tell you for example I've not paid rent mm. or if I tell you uh we don't have food. Mm. You know I've not eaten for the last 2 days. If your answer is pray. Kusema tu ukweli. Una, you're spoiling the name of being a Christian mm. because even the Bible says a child cannot ask the father for bread and be given stone. Mm. No, when the disciples came to Jesus and they said these people are hungry, 
he looked for food yeah he didn't say what they feeding by my someone should is going to fill their stomachs mm. because he was able to identify their spiritual needs their physical needs you know mm. so we need to be very practical um uh, and we need to offer practical solutions and stop running away or hiding behind this thing of pray it shall be well mm. because i think sometimes also christians and they need to stop hiding under it i think we hide mm. when we don't want to put action mm-hmm. so we hide under that question mm. what if all i can do mm. based on the challenge that you have shared mm. with me mm. is pray what if this when i look at You've told me your if, if that's all you can job, do. Uh, I don't have a job. I don't know what to do and maybe I don't know how to help you get a job. I don't have contact. I don't know how all I this can is do is thing. trust God for you. This is the thing. Mm. I also want us to be honest as mm. Christians. Mm. Meaning for me I'll give you an example. You know how we keep telling so there's that thing of a Christian telling the other person pray God will mm. come through mm. and then there is that one of I will pray for you mm. sometimes when somebody is telling you they don't have food mm. you're telling them pray you're telling them pray na tukiachana hapa you're headed to KFC mm. or you're headed to Mr. Price you. Mm. you get mm. or even if you're not headed to those places mm. if you remove if 200 you from your pocket mm. yes it would not put a dent mm. as not being a christian mm. you understand sure. so for me my my thing is let's stop using prayer mm. as an excuse mm. for not doing not helping, better not showing up not showing up mm. because also sometimes we tell people we will pray for them and the moment that conversation is over it even. is done mm. so like for me what what i've and i used to be that as well i won't lie mm. sometimes i would tell someone i'll pray for them it was not to dismiss them i genuinely was planning to pray for them but i get caught up mm. nowadays you know what i do If you tell me if you tell me pray for me about this or if you tell me something and I tell you I will pray for you so I do two things. Mm. If we on chat and I tell you I will pray for you. Immediately I pause, I stop what I'm doing, I make a prayer and then I send you and I tell you I pray for you. Done. I thought I'm, I'm like, so happy right now. For me I do that. Yeah. Because I realized I can also not pray for people mm, and use it as an excuse. True. Yes, sometimes I will get busy and will get busy. But let's be practical. Yes. Let's be practical. Yeah, I agree. You know, you. one of the things that people have given me feedback about my book, let me just go back to the mm. book. Was so the book is divided into two parts. I wrote a book uh, in between reflections about marriage. And part A was basically me talking about you know being single and the things that i think single people should reflect on when they are thinking about getting married but then part b i got people to come and share people who are married to come and share their stories and the reason why i did that was because i also wanted to be so practical and authentic so i'm not just saying something from a theoretical perspective here is someone and one of the feedback I've gotten from guys who mm. read the book mm. is that those stories are so practical and these are stories of Christian people mm. you know so Christians like there's a Christian who's go, who at the time was going through divorce and they they were honest enough to say these were the challenges those are Christian who said I was born again and had spent years in church ministry mm. but I realized my relationship skills 
you know, were a challenge. Mm. And those are the things that maybe we're saying we need to start being more open yeah. to talk about them mm. and then to find practical solutions it. to help one another mm. without putting people to shame yeah. because of their struggles. I, I wish agree. Christians would do that more. I agree. I agree. Apple, I agree with you. Yeah. Being yeah. practical yeah. and being vulnerable enough yes. to so that we're not preaching you know, it's all roses and dandelions. No. Uh, and yet, when you go back home, you can't even. You can't eat. You can't. You can't pay eat. rent. Yeah. Yet you, you have this business. I like that track. I think for me, it's interesting that you said about the thing corporate. And I think it's culture, corporate culture taught me. You know mm. how when after a coaching session, I tell my client, I'll send you a tool. Yes. And immediately I have yes. to make sure I do that. Otherwise, yeah. yes. that's not going to happen. Yeah. So that's also what I do as well. I realize I can tell you I'll trust God with you and pray. Lois, if I don't write that down. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't spend that one minute, two minutes to say a prayer for yes. you, it may not happen because yeah. again, yes. they are also human. So I mm. like that. Mm. Um, for me, the other thing about Christians is what how we can do better mm. is just, it's it's really highlighting what we talked about in the beginning mm-hmm. where we said, you know, we need to freely free ourselves from the shackles of religion yeah and judging other people yes how they are worshiping yes how they are trusting how they are practicing based on their religion because they are not they're not the denomination denomination we come from Mm. so i'm better than you Mm. or you know us our church is better Mm. or we are deeper things like that for me i'm just like hey it's not about denominations it's about who we serve. Yeah. Christianity is about what would Christ do? Yes. What would Jesus do in this situation, in this time, with this challenge, with this opportunity? It's not about what my denomination would do. And if you think if you think about it, like we said, our denominations will not take us to heaven. Yeah. When you think about our great 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 grandfathers. Yeah. You know the ones that were there before Livingstone came and discovered the shows of like Victoria <laughs> you know mm. once they believing in a God would those people go to heaven mm. what is the rationale yeah. you know yeah. when you think about and that's why Paul talks about salvation is for everyone Gentiles mm. and non-Gentiles mm. you know because 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 they are not of our religion, mm. they will still go to heaven, um, depending on their relationship with God. Mm. I think for me, the other thing is, I wish Christians would, let me use the word preach, eh? I wish Christians would preach the gospel as a relationship of love and grace, as opposed to a religion of rules and consequences. Because for the simple reason, number one, Christ himself, and there are instances in the Bible, the instances where the Pharisees would try and quote the law of Moses to mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. to put him on the spot. And that one day he actually said, between law and man, who was created for the other? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was basically to tell us, it's not about the laws. 
the laws were here to provide structure to provide a framework for living with one another mm. you know and engaging but laws are not supposed to hold us captive mm. such that they become the epitome of a are we going to go to heaven or not because mm. i ticked on this box mm. because i did not kill anyone mm. um salvation is about grace mm. and love mm. and i think if we preached that people would aspire more to understand to accept the love of christ mm. and his grace and the natural reaction to that is if you love someone what do you do You want to go out of your way to make them better. Mm. I mean to to show them you love you love them back. Mm. You want to go out of your way to do the things that make them happy. And when you're in love, you don't feel obligated. Yeah. It comes naturally. Because we've not preached the gospel as a relationship of love and grace. We've preached it as a as a religion of rules and regulations. People are even struggling with loving God. They say they're Christians. But I'm not saying I'm a measure or I'm a judge. But what they are doing is not as a response to love. Mm. It's as a response to keeping up with the law. Mm. And that's not sustainable. Mm. I wish we could change that narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think as Christians, we we have a lot of work to do internally. Mm. You know, we I think it's we need to spend time asking ourselves why do we do what we do yes why do we trust who we trust yes why do we pray or serve who we pray mm. is it for others mm. is it for the way you're saying the rules and mm. the consequences mm. or is it because it is something that Christ would do i like how you've referred to Jesus and and the gospel mm. and i'm reminded about the founder of the salvation army is called mm. William Booth mm-hmm. and the story it's a long story of how he founded the salvation army but one of the things he when he started the church or the movement mm-hmm. it was really about to be able to provide mm-hmm. soup soap and then salvation mm yeah mm. to the lost to the mm. people who are out there mm. and that's why many of the people back in the day mm. who are being recruited to the church mm. they were you know drunkards they were poor people they were hobos mm. you know they were people who are lost and many times someone would ask hey you man of the cloth what are you doing mm. going to the people who call who are under bridges mm. who are drinking and you know messing up in town and falling in trenches why can't you come and just preach here in church to us who are yes sorted out or yes. better but he yes. said Jesus sent us to preach the gospel not to the people who already know the no. gospel in fact those who us who know the gospel now our job is to build the kingdom you know what the great commission is mm-hmm. go ye into the world mm-hmm. it does not say it says go ye into the world yeah. outside yeah. it does not we were not commissioned to build churches yeah. and create For ministries sense. in churches and build ministries in churches we were mm-hmm. told go so it meant and then you kwaje mm. that is where you're supposed to be serving and and he always used to say 
before I even preach, oh, come be saved. Yes. Come see the goodness of the Lord. Mm. Come, we pray for you. No, mm. these were people who did not have food. So if I'm hungry, would, I can't listen. Yeah, he said, let's give them soup. Mm. Let's give them soup. Mm. These are people who are dirty, who don't, you know. Mm. And by those actions, there will be people even to say, Kwani, mm. what is it that you guys do? Yeah. So by the time now you are telling them about the news of the Lord, mm. they have seen it through you yeah. and through your actions. Yeah. Um, my prayer for me as a Christian, and, and it's something we were talking about when this season of Lent was starting. Mm-hmm. What is it that I am trusting God mm. to build me to become? Mm. And for me, it's really to be a servant. Mm. It's really for me to practice his word mm. yeah mm. and let others see god through my actions not through the words that i say yes. about god yes okay yes. so may we as christians my prayer what can we do continue doing better do better mm. is really reach out to the world mm. and let them see god mm. through our actions not through what we post not yes. through what we are saying, yes. but really through how we live our lives. There's, there's a verse where Paul says, let your lives... Eh? No, he says... Uh, I'm trying to translate it because mm. I, I know it in my vernacular. Mm. Just say it let... in your vernacular. I'll try and translate it. <laughs> I'm curious. You try. You're about to hear some Greek. Um, let, let your... So Paul says... Let your salvation be like a book that can be read by everyone. Mm-hmm. Let your salvation be like a mm. book that can be read by everyone. Mm. And it's that thing. Again, as Christians, we need to stop talking more and we need to start living and doing more. more. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Cool. So, so what will you be doing? Um, what will I be doing? Mm. I want to. I'm committing, I think, like I said last week when we we're discussing our struggles, mm. I'm committing to. I'm committing to cultivating my discipline. Mm-hmm. My discipline in reading the Bible. My discipline in having quiet time. Yeah. Because when I cultivate that more, I learn more of His Word. So I'm equipped to share it with other people. Yeah. But also, his word begins to work in me. So if work is happening in me, then I can produce. Because you see, sometimes also, we're unable to produce, even as much as we are telling Christians, speak less and do more and live to the word. You can't, you can't serve from an empty cup, isn't it? So for me, I'm committing to becoming disciplined becoming disciplined about my quiet time about cultivating my relationship with god so that i know how to extend grace you know i know how to be less judgmental so that i know how to be kinder i know how to serve better uh, without restrictions that's that's at least one thing i'm committing to Mm -hmm. i'm also committing to I try a lot and and I know some there are people who've challenged me in the past. I when you meet me you will I will rarely tell you that I'm born again. And it's not because I'm embarrassed, but it's because 
for me when I learned that verse, and you know I learned it in vernacular. So there's a way it sank in. That one for let your lives be, let your salvation be like a book mm. that can be read by people. Mm. When that for me sank in, mm. like I chose that to be my mantra and I said, I want to live my life in such a way that when people meet me, or they interact with me, they'll always walk away wondering, there's something about that chick. Mm. What is it about that chick? Because for me, then I can begin to tell you what makes me different. I can begin to tell you why I do the things the way I do. Last week, uh, there was a time, there's someone who's trying to, you know, I said I'm in the market, eh? So they asked me, Ooh, really? and you're confident, where does your confidence? <laughs> oh, but you can please send in your CVs, I've not decided. <laughs> in the market as she said oh my god did we just throw that in anyway before you forget so so they asked me where does your confidence come from like you're really really confident Mm -hmm. you know where does your you know where you have that moment of but duh what did you expect (laughs) no i didn't respond like that (laughs) no i didn't respond like that but the point is i want to commit to continue to be that person who who lives in such a way that people will want to know why is she different because then when i tell you about god's grace when i tell you that now it's not me now it when i tell sense. you by the way mimi and i usually tell people the things that go in my head and the ones that come out of my mouth are very different there is said was the sanitization that happens and i'm not the one who does the sanitization you can begin to believe because <laughs> me if i spoke the things i think i don't think who would like me so i'm grateful that so i want to live my way my life in such a way that people can experience a difference so that when i tell them where the what the source and the motivator and what keeps it. me grounded mm. they have evidence of it yeah yeah you what are you committing to i uh to be very honest for me oh and mm. wait okay i'm sorry okay. the last one i won't talk again and i'm committed i've been committed and i will continue to be committed to offer a safe space for my christian friends and my non-christian friends to share their struggles with me in confidence and I'm committed and I will continue to commit to offer them practical solutions where I can with my money, with my time and with my prayer. I've, I've been trying to do that but I will continue to do that, offering that safe space. Mm. Yeah. Oh wow, for me one of my commitments um, has been inspired by a lady in our boat club mm-hmm. called June. Mm-hmm. She inspired me last early last year. Mm-hmm. And what she what one of the things she does is she told us that she seeks to support people in the way she can mm. by preparing those what does she care call them? the care packages. Yeah. And you know what? I've always said, mm. you know, it's one thing to say, mm. and it's another thing to do. Mm. I've always said, oh, I hope I get a chance mm. to be supportive of people mm. by giving mm. those who are in need. Mm. And so, what I'm actually, thanks to her inspiration and mm. also, you know, my desire to walk the talk as well, mm. for me, I'm also committing to actively supporting the people in need mm. with my time mm. 
with the resources I have mm. and stopping to talk about it mm. and actually putting yeah. it into yeah. practice. Yeah. Um, and, and that is one key thing I am committing to and I want to commit to that also through God's guidance. Mm. Um, through his word and through also connecting with people mm. who are also in tune to doing the very same thing. Mm. Like, I believe that if I am able to do something small, mm. June something small, mm. someone else something small, a comment something small, then we are able to cause a mm. ripple effect mm. in our community with not just by saying, but by doing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. for me, it's not a big list. For now, Apple too. That's where I want no, to we start. start small, so yeah. that also now I'm able to say, okay, so this is what I have committed during this time. How am I doing? And most importantly, getting someone to keep me accountable to mm. that. Mm. And I believe that will continue inspiring my Christian journey, mm. living like Christ and being like Christ. And something my dad always used to remind us when we were small, always asking, what would Jesus do mm. in this situation? Mm. And Jesus was not doing complicated things. No. He was not even writing, doing billions of checks or doing anything. But whatever small thing he would do, yes. he would do it wholeheartedly. He would do it intentionally. And it had a big effect in that person's life. And that is what I'm committing to do. Yeah, yeah. Great. So we are Christians. We have nothing against fellow Christians. Yeah. Um, but we just wanted to share what things we think we can do better as a Christian community. And um, the reality is that even some of these things we are talking about, other religions are practicing them. And sometimes there's no harm in learning from other religions. Yeah. So, and that's why when you said the series, we talked about religion and spirituality. Um, I think there's no harm even as Christians to ask ourselves, what are those, let me call them practices. What are those practices that we can borrow from other religions mm. and practice, not so that we are competing from a religious perspective, mm. but so that we can nurture our relationship with our maker and also create better communities yeah. for ourselves and the world and our neighbors you know yeah. so tell us tell us what are some of the things that you wish christians could do better and when you when you tell us don't just rant but give us a solution you never know mm. people are listening you True. know and and maybe there's a church leader who's listening to mm. this i know i know i have um a friend who's mm. actually uh, a minister so you never know who's listening there's somebody who might just pick these things and decide let me implement them like we said we always pray before we start and we believe that god use continues and will continue to use this podcast yeah so thanks for listening thank you for listening that's all we had for today and for this series um that we chose to focus on about god and us because he's a key aspect of our lives let us know what you think if you like this please share it with someone mm -hmm. also send us a voice note anchor allows you to be able to click there and just share with us a voice note it will be so nice to hear your voice mm -hmm. um if possible not possible send us a small little uh 
text on on our email which we will write here mm-hmm. um on the description and then also tell us what you'd like to talk about i know some of you have also told us it would be nice to hear other people's voices we are working on we are that. working on that we're just trying to figure out the logistics yeah i know people are out there some of you have already said please call me call me we'll have a conversation we are trying to figure that out yeah pray so, for us pray for us be gracious to us uh be gracious to one another yeah. whether you're christian or not be yes. gracious to your neighbor everyone is struggling everyone wants to do better yes. um and together let's live share and thrive thrive bye